Welcome in to the Fields in 5 podcast. I'm your host, Bretsky. It is Thursday, July 27th, 2023, and a special Thursday edition of the pod. While the Phils sputtered out of the gates against the Orioles in a packed Citizens Bank Park with plenty of O's fans making the trip up from Baltimore, the Orioles struck first with a late win on Monday. Loss number 11,234 of all time, but the Phillies struck back with comeback walk-off win on Tuesday and a series-clinching victory on Wednesday, so let's ring the bell for another series win. And we'll recap the games. Monday was an uneven effort for the Phillies as they got some decent pitching, but questionable plays in the field and a lack of clutch hitting left the team short of the mark on Monday. Christopher Sanchez fell behind early, allowing a solo homer to Jordan Westberg in the second inning, but largely settled after that, allowed just one more run on four hits over seven strong innings. He struck out eight without a walk, continues to lock down that fifth starter role, and perhaps has shifted the focus a bit for the front office as we head towards this trade deadline. The Phillies knotted things at one in the fifth on a Kyle Schwarber sack fly, but failed to add on. They tied things at two again in the eighth, but really missed an opportunity to take control. Edmundo Sosa failed to get a sack bunt down with runners on first and second with no out and instead lined into a double play. And then a Bryce Harper single. They had two back on, but Harper was gunned down at the plate as Nick Castellanos knocked a game-tying single. And that probably would have been uh, the winning run if Sosa had not lined out in such a manner and got... uh, that got the guy doubled off at second base. So a really tough break, but they still um, tied the game up. Cut to the ninth with the Phils tied. Craig Kimbrell uh, looks to hold things down, and he really he couldn't get it done after Colton Kowser a double down the line past a diving Kyle Schwarber gave the Orioles a lead. It was a really tough play for Schwarber, but perhaps uh, the most frustrating part of this play is watching Jake Cave, uh, an excellent left fielder, his struggle over at first base in that very same inning while Kyle Schwarber stays in left field and is not quick enough to get to the ball uh, down the line there. A perplexing defensive alignment uh, that probably cost the Phils a chance at this game. Uh, They couldn't get it together, ended up uh, losing 3-2 on Monday. Tuesday, the Phils fell behind early once again with single runs in the second uh, with, in the second and the third for the Orioles, putting the team up 2-0. Tywin Walker was decent, allowing a couple earned runs over 5.2 innings pitched. And Kyle Gibson, in a revenge game, pretty much matched him on the other side. He allowed two runs over six innings. The Phillies scratched back to tie it, though, on a Bryce Harper homer in the sixth, only to surrender a solo shot of their own in the eighth, and they were back down. 3-2 heading into the ninth. However, unlike the night before, the Phillies' bats had a little comeback magic in him. Trey Turner led off the ninth with a ground out. Well, what else is new? Trey struggling, but Bryce Harper singled after that to put a little bit of pressure on. Castellano struck out for the second out, but a Bryson Stott double into the corner allowed Bryce Harper to come around and tie things up. Then a JT uh, Real Muto single moved Bryson Stott uh, to third, and out Boom came up with the big knock to bring him home. A walk-off win for the fighting Phils on Tuesday. Great victory. And then Wednesday, the Phils struggled early against starter Kyle Bradish, but eventually broke through. Ranger Suarez allowed three in the third, but the offense had his back with a pair of runs in the bottom of the third on a Jake Cave double and another pair in the fourth, thanks to a Nick Castellanos single. So now they're up 4-3, capped off the scoring with two more in the seventh, uh, just after the Orioles had tied it at four. So we got a go-ahead homer from Edmundo Sosa, who really couldn't get it done the night before. Um, 
And that chased Bradish from the game and gave the Phillies a lead, and he was followed by a single uh, from Bryce for a bit of insurance. So now up 6-4, Rob Thompson surprisingly turns to Craig Kimbrell in the eighth inning against the heart of the Orioles lineup, and he was rewarded with a stellar inning of work from Kimbrell, and then Gregory Soto picked up the ninth and nabbed his second save of the year. A really solid win after a back-and-forth series. We're going to ring the bell one more time today. And our star of the day, recently recalled Jake Cave gets the rare nod here after watching him look somewhat uncomfortable on Monday at first base. Cave flashed his bat and some leather to lead the Phils to victory on Wednesday. Cave was two for four with a double that opened up the scoring and a run scored also. And he made the play of the day on defense, as we mentioned. He's an excellent left fielder, and he made an excellent leaping catch into the left, crashing into the wall, saving a run, which was an important one in a tight game. Jake Cave may not survive survive on the roster past the trade deadline if they do end up adding another corner outfitter but the veteran has been a nice depth piece for the Phils just crushing the ball in AAA and and you see he can do a little bit of damage uh, at the big league level as well he looks to be in a platoon right now uh, in that left field spot as they move Schwarber to DH and, and shuffle some pieces around on defense all right some news and notes we saw Sir Anthony Dominguez return on Wednesday and he tossed a scoreless inning allowed a hit struck out two. Andrew Bellotti was sent back down in a corresponding move. Trey Turner got the night off uh, on Wednesday as well after being ejected on Monday. He was back in there on Tuesday but struggled still. So given a breather, we expect Trey will be back in there on Friday and hopefully can get things going in a positive direction. All right, a quick look around the NL East. The Braves were swept in a two-game series in Boston. They'll head home to take on the Brewers, who they just beat last weekend. The Nats getting hot. They won two of three versus the Rocks and five of their last six and now head to New York to take on the Mets. The Marlins split with the Rays in a two-game series this week behind a dominant complete game uh, from Sandy Alcantara yesterday. And now they take on Detroit in Miami this weekend. The Mets split their Subway Series with the Yankees, and they'll host the Nats over the weekend at City Field. The Phillies remain second place in the NL East, but 10 games behind the Braves, so a comfortable lead for Atlanta. Right in the wildcard mix, the Phillies are in the wildcard spot right now, but there are five teams all just bunched around for those three spots. So the Phils absolutely have to keep winning. And up next, it will be a battle for Pennsylvania with a trip to Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates, who were red hot in April and May, but have fallen back quite a bit. And now are 12 games under 500. They were leading the division for a little while there. Uh, really a remarkable fall. For Pittsburgh on Friday, we're going to get it started at 7.05 with Ace versus Ace. It's going to be Zach Wheeler versus Mitch Keller. Keller may be a trade target for some, though he's been largely bad since a really strong start to the season. Saturday, 7.05 again. We're going to Aaron Nola versus Queen Priester on the other side, and then they'll wrap things up in Pittsburgh. Sunday, uh, 1.35 start. Christopher Sanchez back on the mound against Rich Hill, and that'll be your weekend series for the Phils. All right, enjoy your Thursday and enjoy the weekend. Uh, We don't have a game tonight, so we're not going to do a show tomorrow. So that's it for the week. Everyone have a great weekend, and let's go Phillies.